Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. We are kicking it with another episode. This is going to be all about events and the year 2022. And are events better in 2022? Yes, they are. <laughs> I think so. I think so as well. Um, you'll also notice if you're watching this on uh, YouTube, we are actually rocking out video. Um, there's been enough uh -huh. people saying, you know, like we want to see, we want to interact with you guys. We want to see who you are. Uh, we want to have more, um, stuff happening on screen, uh, which no problem. Yeah, we can definitely do that. Uh, so yeah, get uh, a good look at our mugs. You'll be staring at them talking for a little, <laughs> for a little bit here, but, uh, that'll be all right. Man, not the prettiest thing, but you know, <laughs> we're all hobby nerds anyways, right? So <laughs> Don't mind my super mom. Super mom. Yeah. Super right. mom. So, <laughs> um, nice, I nice. guess, I guess, kick things off first. Hobby stuff, as as usual. Um, what's what's on the hobby plate? What's happening? Oh well, finally, uh, well finished uh, uh, the Titanicus project. Uh, finally, the uh, Legio Solaria. In good timing for for this episode and uh, what uh, you know, kind of the event that we'll be talking about in the episode here as well. That's right. Um, so yeah, that was that was a a task we well I had previously worked on them like last year and got them up to a certain point and then uh, started you know um, changing it up a little bit and then adding a little bit more other colors kind of thing to to kind of look more towards like the actual colors in the book, right? Uh, you know, with the white speckling and stuff like that. So uh, very, very pleased that uh, got that done. Um, another, you know, project checked off. And uh, other than that, right now is busting out a whole bunch of my Germans, getting them all built up for um, our my big match with uh, Jason, one of our guests, my battle buddy there. Um, for our Stalingrad uh, um, scenario three, so that's coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, awesome, awesome. What about you, Mister Bill? Well, you know, same same as you, uh, Titanicus. <laughs> I got my force finished off. It was uh, it was a push. It was a push and a half. This last uh, the week leading up to the event, there was a lot of work that got done, and uh, you can definitely check out um, the Instagram if you want to see. Mm -hmm. All the little pictures of everything that was happening. Um, fun project. Awesome. I still got uh, a lot of Titans to go. I got five of the big boys left. Um, so we'll see how how that all unfolds. But uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've got, yeah, the uh, Warlords. I've got a Warbringer, Warmaster, and I want to bust out an Iconoclast. I still have those mm -hmm. two little dirty uh, Warhounds to add to the rest of the forces. So... Um, got a lot of work ahead of me, but for now I'm starting to shift my attentions over to some 40k stuff. Nice. 
Nice. Yeah, I know that would be on the docket as well in the near future. But uh, so many, so many projects, so many games, right? Like so many miniatures, as of course. As always. As always. Always. Yeah. Do you always play the backlog systems? Do you have too many games and not enough time? That's 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 basically yeah. That's basically <laughs> how it is. It's um. I think everybody's everybody's guilty of that sometimes. So. Oh. Hundred percent. Even the guys that don't think they are, they are. You know, <laughs> they're probably the worst offenders. Oh, probably the worst. So, probably. Um, no, it's funny. <laughs> jumping, jumping into the episode, I, I guess the meat and potatoes of it. So, twenty twenty two. I don't want to jinx it, right? But COVID's slowly starting to mm-hmm. go away. Um, some normalcy is coming back, which is nice. Yep. Uh, it all kind of kicked off and started for um, basically just what mid mid January with your uh, tank war. Pretty much, yep. Tank war event. Yep. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about yep. some uh, so the uh, action? Yeah. So, tank war event. I figured, um, you know, with with getting back to gaming and. Uh, why not have a fun, you know, free event that we, uh, I, you know, we had at the local shop here at Red Claw Gaming? Um, you know, I had just created pretty much a few missions, uh, and I had, I think it was like thirteen players. Each each player had um, three tanks, and tried to keep it mid-war, and um, everybody got. You know, a regular experience for their for their tanks, and it was they're able to get some skills. So if you know anything about tank war and bolt action, um, your tanks pretty much gain experience, and then you use that experience to activate skills within the game, right? So everybody was able to get two um, skill points or skills, and they were able to play around with skills. It's just kind of to show what tank war is and. Uh, the little bit of difference it is compared to bolt action because I mean it's obviously focusing on tanks, right? So, um, but yeah, we had you know like twelve official people were there, um, and then I was able to rope in uh, one of the uh, onlookers who was you know checking it out, and there was actually quite a few people checking it out, and there was a lot of hooting and hollering that day. I'll tell you that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so it was great because, like, I was able to, you know, let this new player take my spot and uh, get him rolling some dice, and he was checking out the game and stuff and really liked it. So maybe a new new player comes in. Plus, I had another new player who had just, like, a few weeks earlier um, just got their army, in, and it was nice because the community was able to help her out by letting her borrow a couple of the other tanks that she would have needed to, to jump in, right? So, you know, when you have a community like that, that's awesome, right? Um, but yeah, there was uh, the three three tables. It was two on two, and then we switched it up. I tried to keep it, you know, access and allies kind of thing. Um, and uh, we had one, one table that was like, uh, you know, a bridge crossing that you would have to get control of the center of the bridge, and then yeah. you had... It's very bridge too far kind of feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, you know, from different game systems, a little different 
playing lengthwise like that for bolt action, right? Um, so, but uh, you know that small amount of of units, I'm sure with a lot more units, have been it would have been uh, a, a different story. Um, and then we had a kind of uh, a factory uh, yard, kind of uh, with railroads and stuff and fencing and, and whatnot. Most of that, uh, my terrain, you know, that I've been working on. Um, that one was really fun because there was different avenues of, of, you know, fields of fire, stuff like that. Um, and then just different terrain that we're used to. And then the other one was kind of, um, you know, a tank kind of blown up in the middle of the road of this small little uh, European village, you know, kind of a, a fury kind of feel to it, right? So, and almost every almost every uh, mission was, you know, there was objectives that you had to take, right? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was really good, really good turnout. There was a lot of local players that I haven't seen in a long time come out, even during you know the little breaks in COVID where we were able to get to play um but there was a lot of guys who you know haven't been there and um you know they've been doing pretty good right so uh coming out and playing and, and having a good time so yeah it was, it was a great event um you know for things to come right so yeah like ha- having played in it, it was pretty sweet actually to see another side of the bolt action game. I know I- I've never played tank war before, and I've only ever you know used the one tank usually uh, in my reinforced platoon or in the specific platoon that I'm using. So um, it was cool to have three. Uh, I was rocking you know uh, modest, just modest tanks. I had a an old school seventy five mil, seventy six mil. Uh, Sherman's, and then I ended up uh, taking that uh, M10, and uh, M10 was a little less than desired. Uh, it packed a good punch. <laughs> it was pretty sweet that way, but I know uh, the big issue I had with that thing was basically getting bulldozer on it with my skill, and it's a tank destroyer, right? So I'm not I'm not going to be making any hardcore charges to try and uh, <laughs> try and take advantage of that. Uh, no, but, uh, it was, it that was, was decent all overall. overall was that was uh, that was my KV as well. Got that same thing. Yeah, so, um, but uh, yeah, there was there were some glory moments in it, right? Some long shots, uh, a lot of hooting and hollering from some of the uh, German players, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, some really nice looking looking tanks. Everybody yeah. pretty much had their tanks like all painted up. Yeah, that's true. Right? And, like, that really makes it for great events, is when people take the time and actually get stuff done up for an event. Even a small one like that, like, yeah. you know, uh, even the, the, the miniatures that were borrowed were painted. Like, <laughs> you know, that's that's an awesome feeling, right? It's an awesome thing to see, and, um, you know, uh, we tried to have all the terrain painted as well. There's a couple of knickknacks here that, that weren't, but you know, minor, minor. 3D printing some stuff last minute kind of was like, ah, okay, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, no, overall, it, it was it was really good, really successful for like, you know, first kind of event um, coming back from COVID, and then um, and then of course even the, at the local store, like the, the you know the shop owners 
they they had a great time just checking it out and and we're super super excited and happy that it, it turned out really good right so um but yeah like definitely more to come um we'll definitely have um you know another tank war kind of like event like that it seems to attract a lot of the players right um but maybe make it a full scale one this time right with That'd with all the gizmos and gadgets so yeah it was just kind of a to show show players you know what it's about and if they have interest and um even new players if they wanted to jump in they could like we had extra stuff to play with right so and extra tables and uh it was a it was a busy it was a busy day actually in in the store there it was quite busy so it's pretty cool it was it was pretty cool so man but uh all that was just the one event mid-january yeah um end of january obviously lvo happened uh did not happen for us uh, no kind of sucked i ended up catching covid just before and uh sad times ensued uh, i did work on my titanicus though pretty diligently as i quarantined myself in this lovely uh place yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah surrounded by all my goodies and yes kind of yeah, i went to town over that um a uh, little bit of planning went into just recently that weekend that's just passed uh, for the um, Titanicus uh, event that we had locally yep. here. Um, the interesting part is same weekend as Adepticon, so uh, you know you could you could have called the Titanicus event uh, not Adepticon because we just weren't there. And uh, <laughs> and but yeah. pictures, pictures were awesome to look um, look at from the event itself. But uh, I won't lie, you know, we were throwing some serious clout uh, online with some of these pictures that we shared. A um, lot of feedback. A lot of people were really liking the Titans. Uh, I even shot some pics over to uh, Rob Bear, who was uh, pretty pumped to see him. Uh, this was oh like, no hey, doubt. Man, heard you like Titanicus? Check this out. And he was like, oh. He's like, yeah, I like Titanicus. He's like, those pictures look great. Uh, we had eight people in total. Um, yeah. It was a de-escalation type event that I uh, worked a little bit with um, with uh, uh, Mike from the uh, Mortavel events page. We kind of talked a little bit about um, a de-escalation of what it would be. I took some inspiration from an event that he's running. I talked with Dan a lot and Josh a little bit bouncing some ideas back and forth with some of the mechanics came up with kind of a bastardized version of the uh event uh ran it it was successful um it was supposed to be just non-painted get as many people out as we could at the time uh just for people to roll dice like bought into titanicus right when it came out so two and a half years just ago yeah and uh I i've never played and locally well, both of us right well yeah and uh Locally, they had a games day early, early on, and then that was it. We kind of just, we haven't had anything since. So I really wanted to try and have something that would encompass everybody in the community. And uh, it turns out of all the eight people that showed up, everyone was painted, um, which was awesome because the prizes were, yeah, the prizes were actually directed towards uh, the painting itself. Uh, everyone was welcome and there was a prize you could win regardless if you were painted or not but the focus being on the hobby and trying to really grow the community this time because 
it's it's very it's very um, niche, obviously within tabletop uh, gaming world. It you know it's often talked about as the game, the best game GW makes that no one plays. Uh, so we're trying to change that and actually get you know more people coming out and playing. And it, it's just overall, it's a it is a good system. It's fun, easy to learn, very swingy, um, which I think is kind of cool with some of the uh, narrative aspects you can get. But uh, yeah, o- overall, really good. Um, I can't, you know, can't say enough about it. Like there was a lot of passion that came out. The tables were looking good. Everything was themed. Mm-hmm. Everything was pretty much as good as it could be, uh, which is nothing short of perfect. So um, it was pretty sweet that way. Um, There's a lot of engine kills. There were a lot, a lot of yells, a lot, a lot of engine kills. Actually, Josh, a lot of hooting. Josh um, rocking um, his mainstay with the uh, Legio Griffonicus and the Ferox Manipul in the beginning. Uh, he was taking names. He ended up. Yep. Uh, he was our Princeps Maximus for the day, uh, which basically scored the most engine kills. Which I think he ended at nine overall like, through three games, and uh, you know each game you're dropping points. So it was uh, kind of interesting to expand on just that a little bit. Uh, you start off at 2k, and after the first round, whatever Titans were killed, you have to pick from and drop your list by 400 points, uh, which sounds easy, uh, but it's not. It's actually quite difficult, <laughs> um, and it depends on what died. And if you were down points, you were using underdog rules for every 50 points you were down compared to your opponent, you got an extra SP. Um so, you know, turn or round two, I was walking into my game with uh, 200 or right down at 1,500. So I was 100 less than the next guy. Um, the guy I was playing wasn't that far, actually. What were, what were you playing round two, Andy, for points? Do you remember? Because I know we were pretty I close. I think I had a lot. I think I was like 14... 14 and change, something yeah, like that. It was pretty close. Like, I was, like, you know, you were supposed to lose so many points, and it was like, oof, going to feel the crunch on that one, right? So, but yeah, like, when you're losing the Titans, and it's, you got to choose. Well, you know, yeah. I don't want to don't wanna lose my Warlord in no. the first early stages of the, the fight, and, uh, I mean, I, I didn't, but... Uh, Losing some of the little guys, you know, the the warhounds, the the mistress was not pleased. No, so it, it was. Um, tough. Oh yeah, um, it made for a lot of fun though, because uh, narratively we. Were, oh hell yeah! We were playing in uh, the war zone uh, Aegis, which is basically an ongoing active battle. Uh, even fast forward into 40k, where it's continuously back and forth, and there's a lot of turmoil with the planet. So I thought it was the perfect spot to. Uh, launch a first of many events for uh, de-escalation escalating uh, round three I ended up rolling in with I think 840 points and uh, was feeling uh, was feeling the pinch at that point quite a lot um, I only had two Titans compared to Josh who was rocking three so he had me outnumbered a little bit outgunned uh, it, it was awesome though like the way that the stages went and dropping your points, it, it definitely made it feel like the battle was raging on and yep. you were starting to really feel it. So um, I really enjoyed that part. And 
There will be more. There will be more coming in the future for sure. So I think uh, one of my most enjoyable moments was that last game with Alex, and my uh, princeps uh, rolled a a ten on the catastrophic uh, <laughs> the reactor or whatever, and just blew herself up. Right, so. Uh, it was pretty fun. Everybody, a couple of guys were watching, and it happened. It just seemed to seemed to just happen. That was it, game. But boy, was it fun, right? Yeah. Like just those moments in in the games and the event, and it was great because like I was telling our friend Hal, like the, the, coming out and playing into an event where you're playing back to back games, especially in like you know uh, a first event for it, kind of like a uh, friendly friendly event where everybody's coming out just to play uh, i found that it was really really great to learn the game even more playing it like this because you're going back to back so now you're starting to be a lot more familiar with your rules a lot more f- familiar with the actions and, and what's happening right and the stratagems and and you get a f- you start getting a feel for these different armies right mm-hmm. you know um like playing Dan, I think uh, my game against Dan, the very first game I had, I think probably was my best game of the day. Um, just because I know his um, Legio um, Volpa. Um, nasty. Very fast, nasty, hard hitting, close range. And, you know, I was able to kind of do a couple of maneuvers or whatever. And, and yeah, I lost some Titans, but, you know, moving around and stuff and, and being able to get behind him kind of thing. Uh, with the Warhounds, right, as it should be with, with you know, Legio Solari, you're really moving that stuff around. But um, a lot of fun, a lot of exciting, you know, times and, and like, just checking out what weapons do and different loadouts and uh, the maniples and, like, even playing you, Bill, with your, um, some of your stratagems, right, where you, uh, you know, uh, I can't remember the name of it, where you block the line of sight. Concealment like, really really messed me over kind of thing right and it's like hmm that's sneaky right gotta take a look at the stuff in the stratagem see what you know maybe there's something that works well for me right so um but yeah just overall just an awesome day um haven't had you know really besides the the tank war but like you know you go for a month, month and a half without having an event yeah, like that. Yeah. You're, 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 you're just like, you know, I need to play. You know? well, exactly. And it, like, it was a busy weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. The Titanicus event was on Saturday. On uh, Sunday, uh, Redcon ended up hosting their RTT, uh, which was full out pretty legit. Um, yep. From what I heard, it was pretty well done, just like the last one. Uh, I know locally there's, there's a lot of games actually – and events kind of kicking off. Um, Arthur with the Edmonton Warhammer Leagues, starting to get the Garage Hammer um, League all set up. I believe they're going to have a like dual bracket system. I think it's double elimination. And then this weekend coming up is the Fool's Errand two-day 40K Major uh, down in Calgary uh, at Ogre's Den uh, Gaming. I know that right. that's popping off. Um yeah, like locally for 40k, right? And then later on, uh, we've got some other events happening. Uh, one in June, which uh, we'll be mm-hmm. talking with some guests in a little bit here to talk about that in more appropriate detail. Because uh, we may as well let the let the boys actually 
you know, tell us about their event that they're going to be doing. So, um, so far though, 2022 is looking pretty good for gaming so far. Uh, more gaming coming down the pipe, which is always nice. I know there's always ramblings about more events, more things coming throughout uh, yeah. the summer. Uh, so it's it's going to be really good. I know uh, we, we've both been talking about trying to get a couple different systems uh, hosted in events uh, locally as well, start trying to drum up the interest as far as heresy goes. That's on ice for me right now. Uh, I just want to wait and see what's going to happen. I know uh, down in Calgary they were talking about a uh, kind of like a 30k farewell and kind of like, all right, we're ready for Horse Heresy 2.0, and that <laughs> might that might be pretty legit. Um, Norman and myself uh, this Saturday we have a 5k Legion throwdown uh, where. It's a, a battle of the masses. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be um, probably flashbacks from Istvan for Norman. It's going to be <laughs> legit. Uh, I hope I hope he uh, is ready. You know, I, I kind of talked with him. What kind of game you want to have? How do you want to do this? He said, I want to fight the nasty. I want to bring you around in circle. I want to go at him. And I was like, done. Right? Like, I'll, uh, I'll easily make that happen for you. And I'll drown you in power armor as well. So it should be <laughs> should be a legit game. Uh, lots of pictures will be coming, so stay tuned for that. Um, trying to get as many pictures as we can uh, for like yep. while we game, um, especially if there are people out there who can't right now. So yeah, there's uh, a couple leagues and whatnot going taken off as well, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I know there's the uh, Edmonton BattleTech yes. League. Yes. That's going to be popping off. They've been doing a lot of uh, practice games, and uh, I talked with uh, Stephen there. Um, I guess he's got uh, kind of a campaign going on Thursdays, and then league practice and just pick up games. Um, you know, at, I at IPG or whatever uh, there with uh, Jason Stevens as well. Nice. Um, so yeah, they're uh, starting and ramping that up. He's put a lot of detail into it. Uh, it'll be interesting. Because we're like we're still kind of new to the biotech for stuff like that for campaigns and leagues, but uh, I'm gonna go check it out and see what what it's all about, really, and um, see just kind of how he has it set up, and and uh, and then probably have him uh, on a podcast here too to kind of show off to the community and whatnot, you know, what he's what he's been doing and what he's got planned, right? So that should be. Yeah, more exposure and, and uh, just kind of rounding up the community of people because, you know, us, we're all gamers. We cross game and everything, yep. really. I mean, I got my freaking tentacles and everything, so. Octopus you know. for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that reminds me, even uh, ourselves, we still have our uh, next episode, I believe, episode two for the uh, Somerset Striker um, yep. campaign booklet. So, yep, next couple of weeks probably yeah. get. Uh, and I think maybe for that, um, maybe set up the camera and kind of record the game. Ooh, oh, back to the battle reports, maybe. Yeah, just uh, you know, see how that goes. I mean, BattleTech's probably easy to do. Just set up the camera on the, the battlefield. Let it rip. <laughs> Let it rip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that would be that would be cool to have to do and. Uh, 
Um, yeah, I think my mechs are all good to go, considering I had to get them painted from the previous mission. So Yeah, I've got a couple summoners left. Nice. Um, but they're all the base colors are put on. They're pretty much ready for the like final washes kind of stuff and uh, blocking like metals. So that's they're uh, they're the uh, uh, the palette cleanser. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, big stompy robots to like smaller scale. Small oh, stompy robots. robots. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be pretty legit. Nice. It'll cleanse the palette there before uh, deep deep forty k starts going on. I'm getting. Getting hounded by the boys to jump in. Um, so I'll, oh, I'll I'm sure I'll be there too. Come, oh, oh, I know you will be. I know you will be. You'll, you'll uh, reawaken the uh, the tomb worlds. <laughs> yeah. so, the Necrons will come alive again. No, but like just, uh, you know, 2022, lots of ideas, lots of, uh, I mean, you and me have been continuously talking, plus with some of the other guys with the other communities as well, you know, uh, Norman and, uh, you know, Arthur as well, uh, Scotty, all them at the other, you know, the, the leagues and, and whatnot. Um, yeah, just ideas are floating around for, for just creating something for events, yeah. um, which I know we already have kind of our ideas of what we want to do. And, uh, you know, usually we deliver on that. And um, I know even myself with Bolt Action, I've had just recently one of the, the longtime members, you know, asking me if there's going to be any leagues or stuff coming out. And I'm I'm waiting for, the, you know, the combined arms that they're sending to me. Yeah. Um, to get that. I have a, I have like a hex map that, uh, uh, Leanna at the local shop was able to get me about a year and a half ago, and it's literally like D-Day landing Normandy. So I uh, might be able to actually create a ongoing kind of campaign that guys can, can jump into and and play like play games, and then at the end of a certain time tally victories and losses and okay, you know something to that effect, right? Yeah. But uh, that can always go into more detail once, you know, I actually deep dive into it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, just right now, it to me, it feels like this is the time for tabletop gaming again. Yeah. You know, like I, I remember saying this a few years back before, you know, before COVID hit, that it was like, if you're a miniature tabletop gamer, hobbyist, collector, whatever you want to call it, right? This is the time. There's so many options out there, and it's still true. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And so many good games, right? You know, um, just even games like, you know, like Marvel Crisis Protocol, it's popping off hard in the, in the local community as well. So, but um, yeah, getting to events, that's, Right now, that is like definitely getting back to that, getting people back out, you know, and um, with having support with the local stores, yeah. you know, it's it's been nothing but fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's so, not only do players want to play, the stores want to fill their tables again. 
Stores want to see the happy, smiling faces of gamers everywhere. So um, you can run through the store like a kid back in the day in a candy store. It's <laughs> a model store now. And, uh, it's, you know, everyone's got to get their fix of uh, plastic. So, And and actually, that that comment with the kid yeah. you just made get just your reminded part, me. Go local. Get your plastic. <laughs> we want you. <laughs> No, it just, uh, that reminded me actually a few weeks back, uh, battle buddy Jason there for bolt action. He brought his kid in and his son, um, was playing some bolt action with us there and like, you know, knew the rules and stuff like that was very attuned to the game. It has been a very long time since I've seen that a very, very long time. And it's great. So, you know, who knows? Because I guarantee you a lot of, um, you know, people that are gamers, they've probably been spending a lot of time at home with their kids yeah. over these last couple of years, yeah. and they want to play, so they're probably playing with their kids, right? And this is a good time, you know what? Get them some exposure to it, and, like, you know, have fun with it, because majority of it is fun. You know what I mean? Like, go out, play some play some games, roll some dice. It's not serious. Just play. Go. Right? And that's what these events will be about right off the bat. And then, of course, you know, you're going to have all those events where you're going to have narrative, you're going to have competitive or strong, you know, whatever you want to call it. Match play, man. Come on. Match play, whatever you want to call it. You know, theatrical, you know, whatever. But um, uh, it's going to be great. In my eyes, it's, you know, there's going to be a lot to attend and a lot to do and for sure. And, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we'll have other people coming out as well, coming here into the city, you know, yeah. with events. And uh, we'll probably go and do some road trips here and there. That's right. So, okay. yeah. And, of course, I know there's probably a ton of events in the States as well for, like, bolt action, but I couldn't, couldn't name any right now. <laughs> yeah. Why not so. They had the Cherokee open not long ago. Uh, Lone Star open was happening in states, and then obviously uh, the ACO Atlantic City open is happening. <clears throat> so front lines just kind of just marching across, right? All the uh, states just cranking out events, which is awesome. Um, and of course, Adepticon, of course, right? Yeah, exactly. So a lot of things happening um, leading into you know next uh, part of our actual episode here is uh i'd like to introduce uh boys of the golden throne so we can talk about a little bit of uh their events coming up in june and october all right we are joined here with uh aj and john from boys of the golden throne welcome welcome hey hey guys Thanks for having us. No problem. How's it going? Pretty good. Oh, I think uh, I think it's she's pretty going good. pretty well. Getting getting pumped with all the news that we're hearing and new additions <laughs> yeah. and oh, yeah. getting the juices flowing with new events. So yeah, it's look things are looking up. There's a lot of heresy arousal in the air right now. Yes, there is. Oh, hundred percent. 100% the hype is starting to, to come back and the heresy train yeah. is rolling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's never really stopped, but 
it no. took a it slowed it down. was going really slow yeah <laughs> yeah it, it had like an oversized couch that was wedged under yeah. it kind of like <laughs> slowly trucking along but now the couch is falling off the side and it's going again <laughs> I, I definitely have been enjoying the uh, slow drip feed of the leaks that are slowly coming out uh, from what oh, I've yeah. been reading it, really it sounds awesome so yeah I think it's yeah. become a fire hose to the face of information for all of us so yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it yeah. definitely I'm sure the, the buzz in the uh, local area is going pretty crazy too probably just like here as well yeah it definitely is there's uh we've already got a pretty large for this for the size of the city we've got a pretty large local community and all those people are excited but there's also the feeling in the air of like we know that we're going to get a large um addition to our community probably in the next year or so nice. yeah it's uh it's pretty cool the rumors about this new box set are true like we're definitely going to see new people or some people yeah. that, you know, as heresy kind of slowed down a little bit, went back over to 40 K. I think, I think we're going to see some migration and new people coming, coming into it. So yeah. excited for that. All oh, the, for sure. All the heresy curious people will be jumping in. I think if that new box set is true, because yeah. veteran and new players alike, I think will be jumping well, on that. Oh yeah. And then, just have to emphasize right like um we watched that whole thing i think obviously none of us were most likely expecting the this grandiose trailer that we got and i think a lot of people maybe don't realize how big of a deal that trailer is actually going to be because i've seen that trailer covered on mainstream video game websites and stuff and i'm seeing exposure to Horus heresy like i've never seen so it's kind of wild because it's like, yeah, I think I think this game is going to get a lot bigger in the next two or three years. I think it's going to become uh, something that is probably a rival to something like Age of Sigmar. So really exciting. Definitely going to be a mainstay now, right? It's uh, not the yeah. uh, Forge World, yeah. you know, <laughs> hidden game kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, I know even uh, the. The night it aired, we had a big uh, party in Discord yeah, going for our oh, local yeah. crew. And uh, I was actually uh, playing bolt action on my bolt action night, and we got it on the big screen there. And like all the guys from bolt action were watching it. And of course, I was there yeah. like a little, little kid, right? I'm like, hey, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there was like two or three. I'm like, oh, God, I got to get into this game, right? Just from that trailer. So. Yeah, no, de definitely, awesome. definitely get that feeling for sure. I never so. knew how badly I wanted to see an orbital lance hit a, a warlord titan. Yeah, so yeah. I, I just, I just kept rewind, rewinding that like over and over again. Mm -hmm. uh, so I love that. Yeah, I love it. It's like in Hor you see Horus like point the uh, point world breaker at it as if to suggest that it's the orbital bombardment thing that's in the game like super cool yeah yeah i was not, not prepared for that <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it definitely blew it blew me away just the cinematics in it and at first when i was watching it i was like is this for a video game you know like i didn't know exactly what i was watching <laughs> it's at the funny time. i 
I feel like I just looked at it. I knew exactly what was happening immediately. And I was still in disbelief. But I like I saw it. I saw Horace's cape. I saw the side of his of his of his calf. And I knew what was happening. I was like, they just made a trailer for Horace Heresy. This is going to be a trailer for Horace Heresy. This is nuts. And then it just continued to be like, wow, I am blown away that you guys put the budget into this that you did. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. it ended up taking me a few few seconds. Like it was as it started to go off, right? I was like, "Oh, it's Abaddon, right?" You know, thinking, "Oh, it's Abaddon," and I'm like, "That's Horus." <laughs> yeah, I think we had it spoiled too because there was someone in our chat who was talking to people who were at Adepticon, and apparently it aired before that, oh. so we knew that Heresy was coming five minutes before the trailer. So that's part of it too. I forgot about that detail. So we we were like, all right, Heresy's coming at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Awesome. I guess um, keeping on with the Heresy train. Uh, so you guys are hosting some events this year, and yeah. the first one kicking off is in June. Yes. Yeah. You want to tell us a little bit about it? I know we're we're signed up. We're coming already. So. Um, yeah, it's cool to hear about it a bit. Which is so awesome. maybe <laughs> we're stoked to have you guys come out for it. We're lo- yeah, lo- it's lo- awesome. Actually, meeting in the flesh, but hundred um, percent, man, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, maybe, maybe to to start, we'll just give a like a little brief history of like our events and stuff yeah. because I think that's maybe a preamble is a good. Um, yeah, so me and AJ met. I don't know, probably like what six or six or seven years ago. Yeah. Um, and we were both heresy players. Uh, we pretty quickly found that we were like-minded people. And with that, we started kind of having more games locally, but we started kind of also planning game days and stuff like that. And basically started having like a local community form around that. And then we started ho- holding events. And I think, um, I can't remember if it was 2016. 2017. is when was, Okay, 2017. Yeah. Yeah, so, and since then, we've run events basically every year we were running one or two events, um, and they started off fairly small, and they they grew into something much larger, and uh, so for the last couple years, we haven't been running anything, but those who have come to our events kind of know, generally, the the idea of our events is we treat them as like some sort of a social gathering sort of thing. Um, and we just want it to be sort of n- narrative-based, fun, um, good, fun games with cool people on nicely painted tables. That's generally the, the vibe that we're trying to set. Uh, we usually have a bar at our events if we can get it because me and AJ, we met on Beer Hammer, I guess, is kind of how you describe how we play. That's the way to do <laughs> Yeah. We're yeah. definitely the the beers and pretzels in your garage kind of gamers. So yep. it, it kind of there's a missing element if we if we can't have a couple pints <laughs> while uh, shuffling our miniatures around the table. Just rock the pocket flask. <laughs> yeah. Pocket flask. Oh yeah, <laughs> we've been we've been we we've been known to not be uh yeah not be above a pocket flask. <laughs> Um, nice. Yeah. So with that sort of preamble, we've run events for, like I said, a few years now, and they've become pretty successful uh, and 
quickly picked up into being bigger than what we kind of imagined they, they would be to the point where the last event that we tried to run that was unfortunately canceled by COVID, we had just a record attendance numbers within literally, we put the players pack and stuff up six months before the event and it had it sold out within a month and it was already doing bigger numbers than well, I think we had 40 people for that, which is bigger yeah, than awesome. the LVO that we'd gone to the year before. Like, yeah. And so we've been basically, it's gotten super big and we've, the only thing that we're limited by now at this point is just table space and stuff like that is what it appears. Right. So our events, we try to make really, really good events with good prize support and a good attitude and generally just have fun. Um, So with that said, we have two events that we're running this year and we're super pumped about them. Um, Yeah. yeah, So So, like you said, Bill, starting off in, uh in june we've got um our adeptus titanicus event uh which we that is um a 20 person event we've already sold 14 tickets so 22 or 22 you that's 22 yeah we We upped it (laughs) we were like what can we push it one more yeah we could do one more table yeah nice so we're we're actually on this one doing things a little bit different. Usually, pretty much, ex- it's the first time we're ever doing a non uh, trader versus loyalist kind of themed event, and that's because we want to test out uh, the uh, Best Coast Pairings app. So we're gonna run that for for this event and just you know throw it up, place play a whole bunch of people that maybe we yeah. haven't played before because we're always traders or or loyalist base. So, um, yeah, yeah. We're basically putting this like, uh, as John said, we're really about like themes maybe not. We always like to do a narrative of some sort of some background, but really like having really nice theme tables is always something that we strive for. And we always with our, our events kind of really base our missions and how we pick missions for like specific tables based on the theme of the tables. So you've get, got that kind of vibe working for you to set, set the narrative. Um, and for this, and then event, we also, we also encourage the people who bring the stuff to be very thematically based. And uh, in the past, like a lot of the stuff that we've, uh, the prize, then this won't be for this event, but some of the prizes we've handed handed out have been even even attached to that to sort of encourage that theme. So, yeah. Sorry, AJ. All good. Um, so, for this event, we are diving into the um, Open War deck of cards for Titanicus. Hell yeah. So, so John and I are going to um, basically, over some casual beers, We'll be sitting down in the lead up to the event and kind of theme all of the tables specifically uh, with those cards. So every table will have like the world that they're on. The deployment will be pre-chosen. The primary will be pre-chosen. And then we'll have a deck of secondary cards for each table to use for their secondaries. Um, We'll then also put in some battlefield effect cards as well but that will be an option for each table if the players want to use it or not depending on if they're veteran players um you know or they want just like a little bit more simpler of a round so every single table is going to be have a kind of theme mission to go along with that theme table 
um, which we're really excited to kind of run an event like that where we've, you know, every single event we try to kind of spice up the missions, whether or not it's like we, not necessarily everyone's playing the same mission, have something more themed for the tables, that kind of thing. Because as John said, it's more we try to run these as a more social event. We don't take ourselves yeah. very seriously. If you've listened right. to the boys of the golden throne, you'll, you'll know that. <laughs> and we kind of, you know, we take running our events very seriously, but it's more of like, you know, Hey, this is a social thing. Let's have fun. Let's get together and play some fun games. So, um, yeah. that that's kind of us in a nutshell. Um, uh, John, do you want to add anything for, uh, I guess we could talk maybe a little bit about a prize support for that one. Or is it too soon? Yeah, so everyone everyone who shows up will get a door prize. And generally the way that we run our events is like, um, and that's going to be, it's going to shift this year away from like how we've done it in the past. But a lot of our events, people will kind of know they're, we're pretty, um, we have pretty high standards for prizes. And usually if everyone doesn't get some form of a prize, at very least the people at the top for getting things like sportsmanship um, votes or best painting votes and stuff like that. We've also in the past tallied up totals, but we never go strict to like who wins and who loses. It's never about that. Yeah. But with the Titanicus event, we're, we're just simplifying it all. And we've in the past, we've really enjoyed doing the door prize thing. So the idea is just that if you show up, you're going to get something. You're um, tight. You're tight. Walk away with a little upgrade. Everyone's yeah, nice. everyone's nice. yeah, walking away with something. So we're excited. Nothing, nothing too mind blowing, but it's like yeah, it's. Uh, I think everyone will be happy, especially newer players. They'll come away and be like, "Oh, cool! I got a, an option." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes swag, right? Like that's yeah, nice. Totally. So totally. it tends to work well. Yeah. In terms of yeah. the. Um, the lists for the event we're running the main list is going to be a 1500 points um but then we are giving an option to more veteran players to if you want to bring a 2000 point and your uh opponent's cool with doing that then you guys could play a 2000 point list but big caveat to that is that we're we're not changing the time so you've got you know your round time if you feel yeah. confident that you can do that um then go ahead i believe and... we're gonna try to aim for about two and a half hours we haven't written the final schedule yet we're gonna try to squeak as much time as we can but i think it's gonna be about two and a half hours around yeah so yeah you don't pick 2000 points if you don't uh have a good understanding of the game i would i would say um but yeah. we wanted people to have options like because like people like me and and aj and some of the guys in our group like we've been playing for a long time we have huge legios yeah. We'd like to have the option to maybe have one game with like more toys. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Um, awesome. And we're also going to be making the first round of the event a little bit longer. So we're looking at that one being three hours just to get, you know, Legios are a little bit rusty. People haven't been right. playing <laughs> as many games over the last yeah. two years. So yeah. we're putting in that little extra buffer of time for, if uh you know people to get get the wheels rolling one <laughs> yeah. again and get the rules yeah. rolling in their head so um we'll be doing that and then after the event uh we're gonna be doing like a little 
get together for those that want to of just going down to a bar around kind of like a couple blocks away. Yeah, it's a brewery. Got a brew pub, brew pub there. Go for some food, enjoy some beers afterwards nice. for nice. anyone that wants to join us. Obviously, you guys are invited to that. Oh, so sure. swap some horse stories. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, we've got always got a rezo for twelve people, which is kind of what I expect will probably be the ish. How many people end up coming? I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. So yeah, it's really awesome that we've kind of gotten to the point where now we do have people traveling. Like you guys are coming. We've got some of our Seattle crew coming up. Um, yeah. Obviously, like the vancouver island people are all descending but yeah it's really you know that's more of what these things have become for us is like hey a good time to meet good people and just socialize especially for the first one back where we haven't seen people in years at this point yeah. so really, yeah, really yeah. Good. good vibes yeah. all over right exactly totally. john do you yeah. have anything else to add for the titanicus event or should we jump into uh. Uh, I guess all I would say is uh, just a reminder. I guess it's on June 25th. It is in Victoria, British Columbia, um, at the Legion uh, on Gorge Road. Um, if you do have any questions, and I'll repeat this at the end, but if you have any questions about the event or you need a link to the page or anything like that, like that you can email us at uh, botgt30k at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll get back to you and I'll try to generally most of the stuff we plan through with Facebook events, but, um, well, we're going to make the players a pack available to everyone, obviously. So yeah, if you, uh, message us and have any questions, we'll get back to you. And if, uh, if you're watching just on YouTube or even on, uh, uh, through Podbean or whatever platform you're on, we'll have links for the, uh, event and to, uh, Boys of Golden Throne pages all in the description. So you just click on there and it'll it'll get you to where you need to be as well. So awesome. Yeah. All right. So yeah. for our next event, we are heading back to the Kippers Melee. So the Kippers is a has been an ongoing uh, Vancouver Island event series for gosh, almost more than a decade at this point. Um so started off as a 40k um i i guess regular warhammer before it was age of sigmar um you know bolt action all those kind of things and uh then we started to go to uh they started a a 30k event kind of when the first box set originally came out that's actually where i met teo the other co-host of boys (laughs) of the golden throne we we met in line at uh at the bar right at 11 o'clock the first guys so it was uh we're like okay we can be friends uh, <laughs> so we uh we've gone i guess we've done two um previous years of then the boys of the golden throne running events with kippers and now we're coming back for this year and um this event is in nanaimo bc so for uh it's not actually in victoria so <laughs> we're we're all traveling for this one except for teo because he's in in nanaimo uh but that is going to currently it's a 30 um player event 
Um, as of right now, it is sold out, but we do have a wait list and we are in talks with the organizers to add some additional tables. So we just had to go yeah. into our bins, make sure that we had enough tables, specifically yeah. <laughs> tables up to John and my standards that we would uh, throw down at one of our events. So we'll, uh, if you do still want to get a ticket, uh, please reach out to us through the email and uh, we'll put you on that wait list. And if a ticket becomes available, we'll... Um, yeah, for sure. We'll we did not expect it to sell out this fast. So it's weird because we're like, we are. We just did our own podcast episode. We're like, all right, me and AJ, we're like, okay, we're taking too long to record. We got to put these events up like now that they're being officially uh, put up on the Kippers site. Yeah. And then so the, t the tickets went on sale. Now, by the time we recorded, it's like, oh, that... It's fucking sold out. Okay, What's so now we have hyping up. Oh, wow. It's already sold out. The fastest yeah, it's sold out. Yeah. that they've ever yeah. that they've ever sold at at their conventions. So, yeah, um, we were pretty shocked. Like, but hey, it's just we shows. knew it would sell out. We didn't think it would sell out in three days, and like yeah. literally, yeah, that's pretty so good. We're gonna try to increase it. Uh, I mean, we well, I shouldn't say we're going to try to. We will be increasing the number. We just don't know by how much. It'll be. It'll be it'll, the maximum. I can say the very, very maximum will be forty people. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we're going to go that high. We'll, we'll see. We it may be lower. Maybe it may be end up being thirty four. It may end up being thirty six. I know um, we were talking yeah. about the October event there, and you know, like oh, we should go. It'd be cool. And then by the time we actually looked, it was already sold out. And I was like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> didn't even have yeah. a, have chance to jump on. I was like. Well, okay. It's tough too because like we run the events, but we have people that we like want to be there, and it's just like sometimes we've had that like having that happen. We're like shit. Like I really wanted so and so to come, but once we put the tickets, like it's like uh, I there's nothing I can really do about it. Yeah. Once the tickets are wild, live, live, they're live. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, it just shows you know the the how hungry people are to play. Really, yeah, right. Really. Yeah. yeah and that's with the earlier conversation with, with the new heresy that's that's kind of the thing we're like holy shit like there's going to be this demand now that i can't even i don't even know how we're going to be able to satisfy oh, We've got 20 people here yeah exactly we we have we have 20 people in victoria who play heresy you know, that like fairly actively that show that you know that we can name it's like i don't know what's going to happen when it starts getting <laughs> really big yeah yeah it's the it it all comes down to the table logistics is what it now comes down to mm -hmm. and i just yeah. think like it must be like a rock band kind of convoy for the lvo heading <laughs> to, to yeah. Vegas, right or adepticon like because yeah. we like we have tables but we rely on citizen soldiers right like we the the reason why we got into running events in the first place is because we were inspired by the ios way of doing things and me and uh aj used to just listen to them all the time and th uh, one day that was what has like any idea that me and aj have ever had over beers sparked excitement and we started talking about well what if we just fucking ran what if we just did something what if we just ran something like and but the what made that possible was the understanding of like oh we don't have to supply all the all the tables we can have people within our community who can opt who can lend us tables yeah. that's another thing we've done in the past um where we've handed out prizes to people like people voting for the best table and stuff like that um 
Yeah. So the other thing, I guess what we should mention with that uh, July event, or sorry, rather with the October event, which is on October uh, 25th and 26th, uh, 2022, uh, in Nanaimo at the Vancouver Island Convention Center, is we will be having the players pack out a lot later than normal for obvious reasons right now. Generally, in the past, we've had our players packs out six months in advance, and we've been really, really... We hold ourselves to a high standards of everything when it comes to planning and having things written down and keeping like having stuff available for people. But with the new edition change, we don't know when that player's pack is going to come out. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have to get these new rules. We have to play it. We have to figure out exactly how we want to do it. The other thing is that the, the, this event will probably be a more streamlined version of our past events because first off we're just getting into running events again and we would like to make it a little bit easier on ourselves because we've made it pretty challenging on ourselves in the past with how much stuff we're keeping track of but also it's going to be a new edition so it's a nice way to sort of refresh and be like all right we're going to do away with a lot of our own custom rules and stuff and see just how the game plays and functions yeah so yeah so we'll have a players pack out and when we have an idea of when we when we feel like we can uh reasonably build that out we'll always make it clear what when it's going to go up we'll, we'll, we usually announce a date that the players pack goes up on and then we put up on that day so yeah it might it might end up being much closer to the actual event itself though um and in regards to points i guess i would also say uh and traditionally we've done three thousand point events for the most part uh we do cm and stuff like that sometimes but this the idea of this is that it will be frontline games so it will be an equivalent to 3,000 points. We just have to see how that actually settles. And if the game ends up changing its average points level, if we suddenly find that everything has been increased in cost or the game plays faster, then maybe that will go up. If it's the other way around, maybe that will go down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, just so, uh, yeah. Be, be open about it. It's like we, we just don't know what it can be at this point yeah. because we know the rules are dropping. But we're pretty sure we're going to keep it to like John said, our standard points, which was around three 3,000 points, and that we'll probably just, it will be so fresh for everyone that we'll be just running the book missions, whatever new missions. Standard, yeah. I'm yeah. Likely go back to, you know, just, hey, round one, everyone's playing, you know, Hammer and Anvil, yeah. whatever mi- new mission. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and it'll be fun because it's a good way to get data because you're just like oh how did that work how do these missions work because you get the feedback and we usually put out some kind of like a um what do you call it aj the things that you send out like a sort of questionnaire about what people thought about different parts of the oh event. yeah we usually send out like a, a a questionnaire at the end of our event so just to get some data like hey what did did you like the points what points would you do you know Anything, just yeah. give us your feedback, which always goes into, you know, structuring the next event. So, uh, which I think is going to be particularly valuable with this, with this event, because we're going to be going into a new rules edition. And yeah, so yeah, definitely. we basically yeah. Had I, whole event from two years ago, <laughs> like planned, ready to go. Yeah. Since, you know, all the back stuff of extra bullshit we wanted to throw in. And now it's just like, yeah. Yeah. and it was so yeah. elaborate. We had added so much. <laughs> and yeah. then wait to see, you know, what, uh, what just the standard 
gameplay is like for for this new edition that we're going to get and then you know for our next future events then we'll you know start getting back to the more craziness uh, or not craziness but just doing things a little bit differently because we hadn't had a lot of change especially in the last four years really of heresy of like black books coming out a lot slower like we felt really obligated that we needed to step in and like you know spice things up a bit make things fresh whether it was introducing you know extra bullshit or you know doing you know yeah we had unit progression and we had there was a point where we had like you uh take a certain point and then you get a you get a unit added you get a free unit so we would hand up mechanic and robots and stuff like that uh we've had like um relics like certain like you find find a relic somewhere and stuff like that and we had all that stuff planned it was going to be a culmination of it at the last event that got canceled but uh yeah so this like aj's saying it's going to be a reset from that stuff but it'll be kind of nice yeah i think it's gonna be it's gonna be so fresh for a lot of people i think a lot of people you know if the rumors are true that we're gonna get this in the summer you know october is only a couple months later so we could even be uh, there could be people that are playing their first game of second edition at the event so um yeah but really excited to just get that field data and having so many different armies there and like you know what's what's shaken up i'm really excited to just see oh, the yeah. difference. Like, yeah. there's one thing reading about it but then there's another thing of just walking around the tables yeah. and getting getting the data yeah, yeah. so and, yeah. ju- and all and just seeing people get to like you know re re-fall in love with like a legion or whatever that they haven't played forever because it's like you know like i've had my sons of horus forever i love my sons of horus i've played them for however long it's been that the heresy's been out since 2013 or whatever and having something like that where you're like oh i get to replay this and it's like a completely rebalanced and i get to play three or five games over two two days and really like just play the crap out of this legion which is always super fun when something's fresh right it's just great it's gonna and i feel like that's what the experience that almost everyone's gonna be having because it's all gonna be fresh yeah that's definitely and it's Seeing different builds, yeah. that, that's one thing I'm really excited for. Um, you know, there's at a certain point you walk by tables and like I'm always looking at paint, like just, you know, beautiful armies, just that's what draws me. Yeah. But then it's like you can see a beautiful army and be like, okay, well, I've seen that build like a million times. Yeah. And, yeah. And I, I, I hope at least that this new edition is going to change that up. I just hope that my alpha legion army that i've been painting for five years that <laughs> hasn't been years, yeah. yet. Yeah. when you finally get to play it and it's like Fuck, it's, obsolete. it's like nope sorry this is this is yeah. not culture. you need to go and paint another yeah. like, two thousand points to make this work and that's uh, that's like my white scars too just got them got them done up yeah. for lvo and then just haven't really played them right so we'll see what happens when when they change things up they shake things up so exactly so yeah yeah, no we're definitely looking forward to it but it's going to be like a two um we should also mention our events are fully painted because i don't know if we've actually actually explicitly stated that at any point our events are all fully painted painted. painted. very much (laughs) yeah like 
this is our events are not like again we like we are generally narrative we want nice beautiful armies on the table and our events are that's what's so cool about them because the the level of painting competition is insane it doesn't mean that if you're someone who's not an incredible painter you're uh not encouraged to come or something like that it's just it's very cool to see all painted armies everything um yeah, on fully painted tables and having like 30 of them in one space is just so cool. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think that's a norm for the 30K community. So I don't think that's surprising yeah. one as well. Look at all these college that. tuitions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or how many like yeah. mortgages of house, houses here? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's good. Sounds like, you know, like everything kind of even though you know you guys have been planning stuff out for a few years and then now it's going to you know change and shake things up because the new edition i think it's it's really important to have those plans in motion and and like being prepped as much as you possibly can and actually sharing that with you know the crowd or the audience or the player base so that they know what they're running into right because i know in the past there's been a couple of there's been a couple of events that you know you're waiting on a player's pack. You're waiting yes. on this, and nothing's That's happening. Why we're always very communicative, no. communicative, because we never want people to feel like right. And we also, we just also, we do this for fun, and we do this with like we don't make money off this. No. This is all just like every single thing that we get for these events goes into the events. We don't get paid for it. We put a ton of work into it. So we've always got the attitude of like, we're going to set the expectations. Um, but also just, we expect respect from the people who are attending the events as they, as they, as they expect um, a, a high level of quality from us and, and communication from us. Yep. So and it's, it's fully just, painting yeah. aspect is a lot behind that, right? Because we're setting the bar at fully painted, you know, we want to make sure that we set, what that event is going to be because we like it there it's some of us takes a long time to paint 3000 points like <laughs> 5 years <laughs> uh, yeah. but uh, but we want to we want to encourage new people to come on board especially with like you know a new box set dropping but obviously yeah. we don't we can't do that this time so uh we're we're all going to be crossing our fingers and just like it's going to drop and be like okay what can we bring so um, yeah exactly this one's going to be a little bit more shoot at the hip and then uh and then it's also like we don't even know what's going to be available so you're like oh are the is it just going to be legions we don't know yet it's like yeah. so it's all so weird right now it's like yeah Thankfully, I think most people have at least one Legion. So they're like, well, I can't play my mechanic. I guess I'll play my white scars or my whatever, my my Legion that I haven't been playing as much or or whatever the example may be. And the thing too is like not not knowing exactly, you know, how things are changed. I'm going to take a guess that most people that play Horus Heresy have more than just a set amount of points and they have extra little toys yes. in the background to fill in the gaps right yeah worth of stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> 5k bill was that it uh, well, yeah to, close to 10 with the iron yeah. warriors there you go right all painted yeah. uh not all painted yet no i'm about probably close to six thousand points painted though okay well done that's yeah. great that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, we've got guys in our group. It's like our yeah, it's all ridiculous. Like 
I've got at this point, I think two ten thousand point armies. AJ's got God knows how much. He's got four or five armies now that are all probably five six thousand points at least. Yeah, we've got a guy in our group who literally has just collected like half of the legions at this point. I think, and it's just yeah, it's 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 crazy how much people actually own. And I know that everyone doesn't, but it's yeah. It's, it's, uh, we, we have to think about the people that don't have that though yeah. that's always <laughs> I sometimes forget about how crazy our local group is and how we've had yes. a lot of people painting or being players of Horus Heresy since the beginning or at least since betray, uh, Betrayal at Calthrop so uh, <laughs> there's some of us that yeah. are well endowed when it comes to painted model quantities but uh, it's trying to Grab those new people in fresh yeah. blood. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Here's where which these events are great for, right? Like they really are because they get people to paint, and that's what we've been told so many times. And that's what got me. Literally, our own events are what got me to start painting my armies fully. So it's like it's the best way to get people to paint their armies, and it's a great way for newer people to be like, okay, I have a goal. My goal is 3,000 points. I'm going to get this painted by this date. I show up. It's painted. It feels amazing. I Now I have this goal completed. I know I can do that next time. What am I going to add next time to try it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just there's, there's yeah. something to be said, I think, when you have fully painted events and you're putting your army down on the table and across from you, you can see someone who's put in just as much work as you have to lay that army down and it it just takes that immersion all the way and then you can look across like all the tables and everyone's painted it just painted plays better totally and then and then even just having everyone set their armies up at lunch like i usually will do armies on parade yeah and that's just so awesome because you get people to walk you know get to get to look at these armies and you get people who get to say all these nice things to other people about how well they painted their armies and stuff. Sure. And then uh, you get the, you know, aggressive like heresy boner that you eventually will get walking through these things where you get to see this one army. They're like, holy shit, that is like the coolest thing. Like, yeah. And that's at our events. It's like, it's always like that. We have so many people who just have these like beautiful armies. There's so much, uh, weight and thought and like narrative into in the whole thing, you're just looking at all the little details. You're like, Oh, I love this. Yeah. And like, that's to me, that's the best part about these events is just seeing that kind of stuff, seeing these gorgeous armies set up and just walking around when you're done your game or whatever, and just going to see all these like really cool battles that are happening and checking in to see how people are doing. And yeah, it's cool. And everybody goes for that extra mile, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's 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 definitely to be said for uh, the horse heresy uh, community and players and hobbyists and whatnot is they they tend to go that extra mile and uh, yeah. yeah your your mind just is blowing after a day of events and you're like man did you see that thousand sons army right yeah. and the guys put some wicked the thousand into sons it. army. <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's a wicked conversion the paint job's awesome and you know and, and it's just yeah. everything's jiving and, and the next thing you know it's like oh man he made a display board too like damn you know <laughs> yeah yeah and they see that like lvo was a great example of that because he was like it's like it wasn't the it's not the biggest heresy event 
But I remember when we went there and it was like some of the armies there were like, holy shit, like whole display boards, like, yeah, super cool. Yeah. And I think it, like with the amount of people, the time that people put into these armies in general with heresy that like drives us to want to get those theme tables that are w- well put together as well because it's like you're not going to come to our event and have like some city terrain on a grass mat like that's not happening yeah it's all gonna yeah. all gonna flow together and it's amazing how much that also adds to um even just displaying them for armies on parade it's just yeah. like oh wow yeah. this is really yeah together and it's cool because you see people go terrain. find the table that fits there like fits their army a lot of times it's the citizen soldiers right they've themed their table around their army so they it's really cool they get to set it up and it's like everyone's taking pictures of everything and yeah yeah and it's always fun to watch the especially at the the convention type events that we do of the curious age of sigmar player yeah 40k player coming over like oh it's like going on over here this is this is cool like you guys have themed tables like look at the painting this is the the thing with our events too it's like with kippers it's all it's great because like he was like aj saying it's it it is like this multi it's a large gaming floor much like lvo much smaller scale but like there's you know there's the 30k in this section age of sigmar in this section the 40k in this section whatever else but hard games board um, games, like all that yeah exactly exactly but we always get a ton of attention in the 30k side because not only is it like gorgeous painting and like really nice tables and stuff it's also like everyone on our side is always having the most fun we're all drinking beers like there's me and aj walking around in obnoxiously short shorts that are like this thing that we do that (laughs) is an homage to the Eye of Horus podcast of dressing up as stereotypical Australians with mullets and short shorts at our events. Um, regalia. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, regalia, yeah. It's, and it's just all stupid. And we, we, we try not to take any of it too seriously. And it's just all about having fun. So, yeah. I, I really, like, anyone who's, like, on the fence about about it or whatever, I just, I know I'm biased, but it's they're pretty fun they're pretty cool we have we have so many people who are like 40k players locally who are like they just want to they just want any excuse to hop over the heresy because they want to come to our events and we see the same people at these uh like kippers every time we're there and they're like god this looks so fun over here (laughs) well that time is coming that time is coming now yes so yes Next few months are going to be very exciting. So it's, it's, it's really awesome that, you know, all of our restrictions are starting to lift and we can actually get excited and start planning events again. And like, Hey, maybe Adepticon next year is going to be a a thing. It's going to be a thing, right, John? It's going to be a thing and it's going to be dudes looking for dudes. And there's going to be, it's, you know, hopefully COVID is done so we can start kissing other dudes on the lips heresy style oh my. that's the way it's always yeah aggressive <laughs> heresy action aggressive <laughs> heresy action and women like if you're into heresy and you're your woman no like to be clear that's cool we won't, too. We won't run away from that but no just we want some of that too as john said <laughs> awesome awesome well we might get scared people away i don't know uh, if we just help no it's okay <laughs> 
So, well, thank you so much for jumping on and talking with us about your events and uh, letting us take. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. We definitely should do this again. De- yeah, I, I would oh, yeah, definitely like to get on there. Oh. I know I've been I've been trying to track down some more concrete links um, with all the heresy stuff that's been coming out, and my grand plan has been trying to get people who play said legions to go through the leak updates of what's happening to them and then do a comparable um so we might be able yeah. to get something cooking on the on the side for that and just chat heresy and updates and yeah. what's happening with our legions and go from there so no, I'd be down. Council. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> even yeah even if it's like when the rules come came out and just discussing that i'm all, yeah i'm always down for that i love talking about my sons of horus yeah. and my cybernetic john's just gonna be like a be so excited and won't be able to stop talking the first time we record after that thing drops. It's like in this change, and I'm so excited about this. <laughs> Fuck, it's, cool. it's so cool because it's new. And yeah, let's do this. That's the way, man. That's the way to do it. <laughs> it's it's capturing that energy and that passion, though. That that's what I want to do. I want to definitely jump exactly. on that. Yeah, exactly. So we enter- entertaining, fun, and just. Yeah, tons and tons of excitement around around the board, right? Yeah. So, I know oh, the boys. Yeah. I know the boys here. Our our group, the four horsemen, have been uh, going. Oh, yeah. That that messenger group has just been popping off every day. It's going nuts, going launched. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get like five new pictures, and you're like, "Holy crap! Did you hear you could you could assault out a deep strike now? Like stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. exactly." Exactly. Four horsemen, though. That's awesome. You guys need like fucking matching bowling jackets or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, totally. we have we have jerseys. Um, you yeah. jerseys? We've got that's the awesome. jerseys for our uh, our local heresy group. Actually, yeah. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We, we better see those uh, when you get so down. We'll get uh, Titanicus bomber jackets or something like yeah, that. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a patch on every year. You know. That's right. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Right on, guys. All right. Well, thanks for having us on. Thanks a lot. No, you're welcome. Thanks for joining. All right. Yeah, it was awesome. Thanks, guys.